days, bro. But you know what I'm saying? Something about like, okay, what makes you you? What makes Peyton unique? Now teach other people how to achieve that. Yeah. You know, here's, hey, what's up, everybody? I'm going to walk you through what I eat in a day or what I eat for breakfast. Hey, buddy, everybody come with me. And I'll walk down to the river. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I think that would be fun because there is a, I was watching some, I think just a, some random video that popped up, but I saw like a few of his videos before. So I went to the comments and it was like, some comment was like, you're my comfort person. Like you're the person that I watch her TikToks at the end of the day and just feel like, okay, no more worry about the day. And I was like, man, cause like the that videos that they, that they posted was like, <laughs> we got the demon in our house. Oh, that was like a dragon <laughs> bro. <laughs> no, but the videos that this guy was posting was nothing even like helpful. It was more just entertainment. Yeah. And he only posted like a few times every week, just like, like random stupid videos that nobody would think would care about. That was loud, but that was way loud, <laughs> but like people were, and then it was, it got like a thousand likes. Like you are my comfort person. Well, wouldn't you say that like, that's cause people can read genuineness. I, I say that cause it's like, how cool would that be? Like, you know how much impact we want to have on our friends and family just take care of them and everything mm-hmm. bro after the dunes i've like felt like i was like if i love my friends and family as much as i do and they're made up of the same soul essence as everybody else in the world what's blocking me from feeling that type that amount of love for some random person yeah so it's like open my eyes to that in a new way and so now i'm like how cool would it be to have like like I said, 50,000 followers on TikTok. Nothing crazy. But like those 50,000 are people that are like close to me or like I had conversations with or whatever. You know, they reach out every once in a while. Yeah. And it's like helping those people too. Because you can't reach and help all 8 billion people. But it'd be cool to have like a good squad, you know? Yeah. And how do you think you build that naturally? That's what I was saying with the guy. Don't you don't you feel like a big factor of it? Probably the biggest, in my opinion, is like this genuineness. Yeah. When 100%. I just see that people, it doesn't matter. They could be dancing. They could be teaching you how to cook. It could mm-hmm. be a fitness dude. Whatever they're doing on TikTok or social media, if they're genuine, like that's really them. Mm-hmm. That's like, you can tell they do that every day. That's like their thing, their passion. They're authentic in it. I'm just drawn towards those people. Yeah. Like I followed a guy yesterday that like seemed like a guy I wouldn't be friends with. <laughs> he just seemed annoying. I don't know. <laughs> but there was also something about him that was so genuine. And yeah. so I started following him because as I went through his content, I was like, this is dude's just good at making content. He just loves it. Yeah. And it was cool to see someone love it that much and just post about their day. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen videos like that of people posting about like rocks and they just absolutely, they're like naming all the scientific names and they just love it. Have you seen the kid that loves trains? There's, there's a he few has of like them. millions of followers on TikTok. Like the, the one that's like 18? is and so obsessed with trains. It's like, you can't not help but watch it for a little bit because uh-huh. he's so peculiar. I've never seen someone so passionate in my life about something so odd. And it, it goes to show you, I think we're moving into this like new generation this mm-hmm. new like time where people are being rewarded for just following their passions, just living 
authentically. Like people yeah. are being rewarded for it for the first time and they're being rewarded in public. And so now we're like, oh, it, that works. You can actually do what you love and be paid and have an influence on the world. And that's that's where I would want to come from. You know, like I want to I want to be that type of person that people can look look to for help yeah. in a genuine way. And then so when I do like <laughs> sell things or whatever, it's yeah. not it's not like I'm a coach. Let me help you change your life. <laughs> yeah. It's like I've been friends with you guys for so long. This has helped me. I just want to give access to it. Yeah. You know. And that's the perspective. There's a certain level of trust that's created, you know, with really good influencers to where the their followers and their fans just trust them. Yeah. They're just devoted to them. And so when they do go to quote unquote, you know, sell a product or they do some collab, you know, whatever. And it's just like, like if I created a coffee brand and they had a big following and I'm just like, dude, I created this coffee brand cause I just love this coffee. So here you go. I made it mm-hmm. like all of my followers would buy it because yeah. I'm so genuine and I love that. And they trust me because that connection I've created. Yeah. It's so funny. We're talking about this when we've been dark on social media for like months. Well, dude, I was actually going to say that the, the flip side of this like you know phase that i'm in is also the phase of like not giving a shit about anything yeah. right now yeah. like you know after that like depression lull i was so into it and i was like there's a lot of things that i was trying to upkeep mm. or carry or like present that you didn't need to didn't need to and then didn't care about and so once i got out of that it was like well why would i add that extra weight on yeah. so i'm like right now I have no desire to like be anybody or like create anything or accomplish anything. And then I'm like, I'm also working on not judging myself for that, you know, Mm. just being completely fine with just being right here right now and just being, yeah, that's helped a lot. It's been dope. (laughs) Dude. It's so, by the way, welcome back to (laughs) sacred odyssey episode 27. Uh, if you've still followed along with us on this journey, which has been a kind of fun journey, I actually wish we would have been even more transparent and open. We should have filmed more of all this behind the scenes stuff. In the last couple of weeks? Yeah. Yeah. I wish we had footage. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. Sacred Odyssey has been fun. I will say, and I know I didn't, we didn't finish <laughs> our conversation, <laughs> but <laughs> I was just thinking about how it's so funny. I remember our very first episode we recorded was sacred odyssey we were at we work mm-hmm. and we filmed that very first episode and we had all the cameras set up i thought we were the shit dude we had like the black oh, we magic were, bro. we had lighting <laughs> it was like pretty overboard for your first podcast episode yeah. but dope and i remember thinking there was still a little bit of ego in me of like I've been through my sacred odyssey <laughs> so now i can help others go through theirs yeah little did i know mine was just like at the beginning and i we've seen that the past couple months have just oh so many ups and downs and i don't even care to even keep it in anymore it's like being open and transparent because once i knew you were struggling too then it was weird it was this weird like oh okay so i'm not crazy yeah this is okay i can give permission to myself to actually feel it because i know two feet away totally somebody going through the exact same thing totally so i brought that up because if you're if you've still followed us up to this point with sacred odyssey like i feel like that's because you resonate 
because you're on your own sacred odyssey and you're probably going through ups and downs and ebbs and flows. And we are too. And we're trying to share a lot of that now yeah. more openly um, so that we can kind of all do this odyssey together. So disregard the first 26 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> we start for real right now. We have been humbled. No, but it's been wild. What's like the, what do you think the biggest thing that you're taking away from all these, all this is to relinquish control. Like, Going to that it's, in what way? Dude, I haven't realized how much I have to control everything, you know? And it's so funny because I used to think I was really good with chaos. And I am. Like, I do really well in chaos, mm-hmm. but organized chaos. Like, does that make sense? Like, controlled chaos. So what, what would be the difference? Like, give an example of controlled chaos and then absolutely like pure chaos i think like uh when you go into a uh, plant medicine journey for example you kind of set the container you create it you decide it and you kind of anticipate chaos to happen within Mm. that container so it's controlled it's chaos but it's organized chaos whereas in life when things come at you out of nowhere that you don't expect it's just like this pure chaos and you try to gain control And in my lowest times in my life, my health has always been my only anchor, Mm -hmm. like my body. My body's like the only thing I can control, I realize. Yeah. So at all my kind of hardest times in my life, I go harder into like fitness because it becomes Mm. like my church literally to Mm. like help heal me because it's the only thing I can control. And then I got so sick last week, dude. Right? Was that last week? That was last week, bro. Dude, how does that feel like a month ago? It feels forever ago. And dude, I was eating pretty healthy, not so healthy, but I was eating pretty healthy, uh, going to the gym, like in a really healthy place and then just got wiped out, bro. Like I like crippled. I've never seen somebody like this. Like I've seen people sick and like, you know, but like you were bedridden. Dude, like could have talked to me. I would say, hey, bro, hey, how you doing, bro? You keeping up? Dude. (laughs) <laughs> it was so painful. So at one point I thought I was going to have to go to the hospital. That's how bad it was. Anyway, it was just so ironic, right? It's like, here I am. All these things are happening in my life, which is like work relationships, like these bouts of depression. And it's like, so the only thing left to control is my body. Mm. And then that got broken down. And it was like, nope, like I'm going to break you until you stay still. Like I'm, I'm literally gonna break you until you realize you can't control anything. Mm. Like you can, you can control yourself and your reactions and all the. But in reality, if you think about the circumstances that you've been through and that everybody goes through and all their past, dude, you didn't control any of that. It just comes at you, and yeah. so it was realizing that I was trying to control and eliminate problems in life and create this like utopia. Mm. And it was like, I, it was like, if there was problems then there'd be this need to find a solution and control the problem. When in reality, it's like, dude, you'll never avoid problems. So long as you're a human being here on earth, you will be facing problems and that's okay. That's a good thing. And it's like, learn how to sit in those problems and just move forward and just find a solution and just Mm -hmm. grow and expand and and see that you're here to grow, not just like control things. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I, I've kind of gotten to this point where, you know, our whole thing was like conquer the chaos and solve your problems and all that stuff. 
Well, I've gotten to the point where, like I said, I just don't care about anything. And so I'm, I've almost stopped caring about like trying to solve personal issues or whatever. Yeah. Like, dude, I, I didn't realize how hard I judged myself. Mm. And then, so now like when I, this like, you know, care of like trying to solve every single little problem in my life to make everything perfectly mundane and good. Then I, then like once I stopped caring about that, all of a sudden like character and flow started coming back in. So instead mm. of like suppressing the bad and then being like, okay, the good, but it's not going to stay here forever. So don't feel good too much. It's like, you know, maintain the balance. But instead of like, instead of caring about that and just like going along with the ups and downs, it was like a, a roller coaster, like a yeah. like more fun, like, and it almost, it, it popped in my head. It was like, if, if a movie had no problems, then it wouldn't be entertaining. Yeah. Like if we just came to earth with absolutely no problems and everything was the garden of Eden, then like we wouldn't learn much. Yeah. It wouldn't be entertaining. And like, obviously I wouldn't have want to like have heard that in my lowest point. Like, hey bro, it's like, no, this is just entertaining. But I was, I was like, now that it's, I'm out of that, I can recognize that it was just like the deeper I went and all of a sudden I had a really good week and then, yeah. you know, just going back and forth. And gaining like, oh, uh, don't you think like this wider awareness of like, hey, you're going to come out of this. Yeah. Not like it's a maybe, not life is over, not like, oh my gosh, I lost this or this isn't going to happen. It's like, you're going to come out of this. Yeah. Like this is, it, it just doesn't, it's continuous. So it's like all the lows you are experiencing, you will come out of it. You've come out of it before. Yeah. You always will come out of it. And so there's a certain like peace in that mm-hmm. of like, oh, okay, I'm going to let go of control and I'm not going to fight this. And I'm going to acknowledge the the problem that's present, like not ignore mm-hmm. it and just face it, but then just, just sit with it, sit there with it and like not try to control it and just like let it kind of go its course and know that eventually one day it's it's gonna be okay dude so there's two things one i had such a big revelation on um just being present i want to go into that but first like on what you were just saying for me i could almost compare the the two feelings not the emotion but just like the me thinking about it, my depression, and the first time I smoked weed. Mm. <laughs> the first time, you know, everyone goes through this. The first time they smoke, they're sitting there on a couch or whatever, and they're like, man, I think my brain's broken. I think I'm going to stick like this and stay like this for the rest of my life. Mm. You know, everyone, the first couple of times, are like, man, I, this, is, this is forever now, and they get afraid. But I kind of felt that. I remember I was like going to the park, every single day for hours just by myself during that point. And I was like, man, like since it was my first time ever going that low, it was like, man, am I going to feel like this forever? But luckily it wasn't, it wasn't too long and I didn't get too deep where I, where I was like, still no, listen, like, you know, it gets better. But that was just a realization that I had. Like, it's like, man, yeah, that would suck if that, if I live forever like that, you know? Yeah. And I think, I think one really, I mean, for people listening to this, if this, if these stories are helpful, I think one practical tool that I was able to also use, I can't remember. (laughs) 
<laughs> I literally, well, it, it was such a good tool that I would use to like get myself out of it. And then, yeah, so it, it was the tool of like not identifying with the current problem or crisis. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like mm. I'm experiencing this thing that's going on and I'm I'm moving through it. I'm not yeah. the thing. I am not depression. Like this isn't who I am. I'm mm-hmm. just experiencing this. You know, that that really helped to like continue to move forward. Yeah. Or if like something bad would happen, it's like it's it it didn't happen because like I'm not this good person or whatever the belief was. It's like it's just you're moving through it. You're experiencing you're moving through problems. You're moving through life. You're growing. Right. This, this is actually what growth feels like. Like it's this constant discomfort. And I think this is the first time in my life where I've been growing so fast, like so just at a quick pace. Yeah. yeah. And not rejecting anything. Like every fear that has come up for me the past six months, I have faced head on. Like I, there isn't anything I've shirked away from. And so it's been this really difficult but like rewarding fast rapid growth yeah dude i feel that 100 percent. and it was it was actually scary at sometimes because i was changing so fast and having new beliefs and rewriting systems or whatever it is having new you know, perspectives on everything so fast that i was like okay so where's my like stable ground like who am i amidst of everything that's shifting and changing and going crazy and things i'm believing and not disappearing or not it's like, who am I? Like, what's like the, the center? And I think what's helped me through that and specifically this last month, we were talking about this is just alone time. Mm. Like giving yourself, creating that space for yourself with that alone time to just process whatever you're going through. Yeah. You know, and like really, really question yourself. I remember I went on this hike to this waterfall a few weeks ago and I was like, I've never really asked myself out loud. I've never looked up and been like, who am I? Or what am I doing here? I've asked that in like my mind, you know, while I'm watching a show or driving somewhere. And then it kind of gets like, oh, that's a, you know, fun thing to think about, but I'll think about that later. But these past few weeks, I've just given myself so much time to really ask that, you know? There's been a lot of cool answers that have come from that. Like, I don't think I've solved that yet. Yeah. But I've definitely got a, a grasp on who I really am. Mm. And it's cool. It's fun. Mm. Do you feel like most people know who they are? I think most people are unaware of how much they don't know themselves. Mm. I think everybody knows themselves to an extent. We all go through times where you know, we might not know who exactly we are, but some people, you know, that they know and they're good. We all know, but I feel like, a, like everybody forgets who they really are. Like doesn't know how much they actually don't know about themselves. And I think, you know, and I agree. One of the notes I made kind of while I was sick was that I have always pain has always been a trigger for me to get grounded again. It's one of the few things that can, I feel like I'll become hyper-focused on certain things and pain is the one thing that can actually bring me back to like earth and like get my attention. Mm. Like it's always been pain that's like humbled me. What kind of pain? Unfortunately, I think any kind of pain, any, any, I remember actually writing this acronym down a couple of years ago 
that pain stood for pay attention in the now. That's a good one. And I was realizing that pain, like physically, physiologically, the neurons are actually trying to get your attention to the wound to send energy there, mm-hmm. right? So that's where you feel pain to like start to heal that spot. So I think pain, like in life, helps you to focus on the right things. And it like it grounds you and it connects you back to like who you really are. Mm-hmm. Like I think we get off course out of alignment. At least I do all the time. And pain oftentimes helps to recorrect and it kind of humbles you. And it's like, hmm, you know, how do I really want to operate moving forward? So do you think, are, are you talking about long-term or short-term pain? Like, because we, we talk about ice baths all the time. We talk about exercise. It's one thing that you it's kind of funny you focus on the physical pain of exercising while you're in the moments when you need that pain to like ground you again. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. So what do you think like the difference or short term, long term, which one you're talking about in this, this case? Oh, I think either one, I think it just, I'm, I'm just starting to realize like pain's inevitable. Yeah. Right. It's like, the, the more I think, it's not like I love pain. I don't like, I'm not this psychopath, but like, I think I'm just really being woken up to the realization lately that pain is inevitable. Mm-hmm. So let's become okay with it. Like just, there's this weird, there's been this weird avoidance, I think for a lot of people, but for me, of just like pain or bad things or like, I just want life, I wanted life to just be happy. Yeah. Like I just craved that. But I've started to realize now that it's like, but pain's inevitable suffering is optional but pain is inevitable you can't avoid it so like let's become okay with it let's sit in it let's embrace it let's and use it for what it is which is to bring our awareness back to the present moment dude that's it the present moment we we had this realization at the sand dunes we're talking we you said specifically if i was supposed to i'll i'll, fra- I'll phrase this before <laughs> we go into we were talking about um where we wanted to be in life or we're like, man, were we supposed to do this? Where, where, where do we go wrong? Where are we supposed to be? And we just going to like that topic. And you said, if we were supposed to be anywhere else, like if the universe wrote it down to the stars that we were supposed to be somewhere else with anybody else at any given moment, then we would be there. Mm-hmm. If destiny, if destiny existed for that specific moment, you would be at the place you were meant to be. Yeah but you're here. So either that means that you're supposed to be here or you're not supposed to be anywhere else. So this is where you choose to be. Yeah. This is where you can be. Mm-hmm. And then you were saying, you t- tell them the, the dish story with the monks. Yeah. There's this story that Jesse Itzler shares of when he lived with the monks and they put him on a kitchen duty after they ate dinner. So he goes into the kitchen and there's like 500 like dishes in the sink. And he's like, are you freaking kidding me? I have to wash all those dishes. I'm going to be here for like five hours. And the headmaster monk turns to him and he says, what do you mean by all those dishes? There is only that dish. With that accent, exactly. (laughs) And he hands him the one dish and he's like, there is only this dish right now in this moment, one dish. And it was this lesson for him of like, oh, like that's all everything he was thinking was in his mind. Mm-hmm. Oh, all this and the stress and this is going to take forever. And it's, it was literally all made up, just thoughts. And it's the recognition that all we have is now. And that's been a big lesson for us lately of like, 
you're missing out on so many good things in the present right moment because you're in the next moment. You're always hoping or manifesting mm-hmm. for a better moment that you are totally missing the goodness of the current moment. Dude, that's, you brought that exactly where I wanted to talk, talk on. So that was a huge realization for me because after that, um, it was like a few days later, I was editing a podcast and I was editing a podcast as fast as I could so I can get to a meeting on some online courses that we're creating. So then I could get to um, a fire that my friends are doing later that night. So while I was editing this podcast, um, I was like, I got to edit this as fast as possible and just hurry and create and, and get this done so I can go to this meeting. But I didn't really think about like what I was creating or what I was editing. Mm. I was like, man, this is like a cool podcast. I forgot which episode I was recording or uh, editing. I was like, this is a dope episode. I was like, why am I not enjoying this right now? And then I was at the meeting and I was like, okay, I just need to get through this meeting so I can go be with my friends at this fire. And so I was like trying to like rush the meeting and like, you know, just hurry and write things down there. Okay, we got it. Like, let me go. But then I was like, why am I trying to get there like why can't I, I just enjoy this time with these people creating something cool mm. and then finally i got to my friends where i wanted to be all night where i was thinking of where i wanted to be around the fire and i was like oh, okay well i gotta go to bed so i can get up and do this tomorrow because i'm excited <laughs> for this thing and it just continues and it just continues and, and i was sitting there i'm like i was like i even thought at one moment during the night i was like man i could be with other people and then I stop myself and I'm like, the entire day, basically. You just never lived in any of the moments. No. Dude, that no. has been the epitome of my life, I'm realizing. I've this is like just coming else. to my awareness. Yeah, I've always been in the future because mm. it was better. Yep. Yeah, it was like, dude, that's been the epitome. <laughs> like straight up. And that's like. I, I'm learning, I'm starting to realize what a skill and gift it is to master the mind and like truly just work to be present. Well, and, and, and enjoying the yeah. present, like wanting to be here, wanting to be with nobody else, nowhere else doing nothing else besides just enjoying this moment right here. Because even if it's like a conversation, like having a conversation with somebody that you don't necessarily like, maybe a coworker. But like, instead of trying to just, you know, disregard that and go somewhere else, like really just be present with like this character, this, this other perspective of you. When we yeah. think about it, Eagle vision, like some guy at the store, uh, two days ago, I had some, some, I forgot what I had in my hand, but I was buying something and this worker was like, Oh, that looks good. It's my, it's the food that I had. And I, and I was like, yeah, no, yeah, it's kind of fun. And I started walking away and I'm like, wait, he just went out of his way to like say initiate a conversation. And it's, it, it, it would, it's a person that I usually would never talk to. And so I turned around like, yeah, dude, I'm actually thinking of doing this and cooking and this. And like, we started, we got into a conversation and then as I was walking away, some other coworker went up to him and was like, man, that guy was really happy. <laughs> and I was like, it, it hit me. It was like a good, you know, check when I was, I was like, usually I wouldn't have talked to that guy at all. Yeah. Just walked by him. He's a normal worker. But then we got into like a conversation. He was like, awesome. Yeah. Fun. I was like, why don't I do that more? Just being here right now with the person that you're yeah. with. 
You know, and there was a phase of my life where like I, people, I feel like were like my passion. I was so excited Mm -hmm. to get to know people. And I realized how recluse I've become from that, which is so weird. But, but you know, it's, it's been a good path, you know, that we've been on that has like taken us on such a different course. And now it's like, we're course correcting, not because it's a bad path, but just because it's like, oh, it's time to shift here, Mm -hmm. time to shift here. It's and it's weird how you can feel that, but like I look back on these past few months and this more spiritual path, and yeah. it's so funny because you're. I'm just realizing how much we don't know. Yeah, we don't. You like you think you know, and you just you just don't know. And except, accepting that is so nice. It's like there's all this weight that you don't have to answer right now. Yeah, you don't have to worry about trying to solve right now. Just be yeah. here right now. What do you feel like? Or when you said you thought that you lived in the future most of your life. Yeah. What clicked for you right there? Like, was it a moment that you're like, hmm? Yeah, yeah it was at, uh, well, it was initiated while I was sick, but it was at the sand dunes when it was just like, whatever needs to happen will happen, you know? And like re- really looking at my needs and looking at like, just like, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Right. Mixing up, getting confused between needs and wants and all this, a lot of stress in our life comes because we mistake our wants for needs. So I need to have this thing Mm -hmm. and you set this expectation, but you don't have it right now, but because you need to have it and you don't have it, it creates misery until you get that thing. Yeah. But it's like, you don't need that because if you didn't have already exactly what you needed, you wouldn't be alive. <laughs> yeah, true. So it's like the <laughs> needs are actually just like food, yeah. oxygen, water, shelter. That's what you need. And if you have what you need, you're good. Mm-hmm. Right? That, and that was like the present moment, I feel like, philosophy for me of being like, oh, it's like I can be more present because everything I need here in this moment, I have. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here. Yeah. And it, it, it was such a simple tweak of like, just be in the moment. It's efficient. Mm-hmm. It's productive. It's happy. It's good. Trust just being in the present moment. Dude, that's been, that's been so healing and so nice. Yeah. And it, it's just such a nicer way to live, you know? Like, even it's at the, the only fire, way bro. to live, I feel like. Dude, it's the best way that I've come across. At it, the fire, bro. Um, I remember like, getting so caught up in a conversation that it was like like 30 minutes an hour after i was supposed to leave i was still talking and i I think that's when it hit me when i was like oh i don't have to be anywhere else because i'm right here Mm, you know it's okay if i wake up a few hours late because i'm enjoying this right here right now because then i can get up and then be right there then yeah. Have that have that version of myself worry about that tomorrow morning. But right now, before I go to bed, just enjoy this right here, right now. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it, it it's not to say that you can't like plan your future and like have a life and goals and like, no, yeah. you can do all that. But it's like as you inch your way along your dream life, enjoy each present moment and by the way i'm like on the very beginning track of this like (laughs) i am by no means good at this i'm still having to 
remind myself and catch myself like i'll be at work and i'm just like uh breathe okay like be be present like this is all good like yeah. it's like i have to remind myself daily yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so in other words if you're listening to this we're messed up yeah all right there with you as we've said it multiple times over. Jeez, but there's a certain um, lightheartedness and like ugh, weight off your shoulders when you just embrace it. Yeah. And you're just like, wow, I'm not perfect. <laughs> wow, I'm not like, you know, this ascended master moving towards enlightenment. It's like I am a human being that is because I choose to grow, I am facing obstacles every day. And like I'm embracing yeah. those. You know what? You know also what? I, I don't even know if that was English. <laughs> Sorry, speaking alien language right there. One other thing that has really stuck out over the last few weeks was judgment. Mm. Judgment for first, like me and what I'm doing, but then also everybody else. Like yeah. I didn't, I didn't realize how much I, but also how much everybody else judges so much and how much energy that takes from judging. Mm. Like I wouldn't do certain things still don't i don't know but i don't do certain things just out of the fear of judgment mm. like if i'm playing a song that i don't think any, that somebody would like i would skip the song mm. and i'm like why like how much energy that takes of trying to like maintain you know walking on on broken glass or walking on glass trying not to break it around people's emotions like i don't know if that comes from a fear of like not feeling like taking up space or whatever but Dude, judgment has been big. Like judgment for myself. Yeah. Um, like with what I'm doing, how I come across. Yeah. Or anything. I, I think there's just one thing that is, I started to like unpack that and like talk about it deeper, well, but like judgment. For, yeah. I think we should go into it. Let's go into it. Mm -hmm. You know, I think there's a part of like, it's becoming aware of that judgment that we have of ourselves but then also at the same time, giving ourselves permission to be seen. Yeah. Right. So that's like part of it. Cause I, you know, people will like catch themselves judging themselves. And it's like, okay, like grace, compassion, be kind to yourself. Don't judge. But then it's like now be on the offensive, which is like, go to bat for yourself. Mm, like mm. give yourself permission to be great, yeah. to be seen, to rise, to like continue to move forward. Right, because I think, and that sounds so random, but like, <laughs> I think everyone secretly is craving to be great. Oh, 100%. I really think so. Like, why would, just why would you not want to? I think everyone really deep down, if we were to excavate, everyone just wants to be happy or to be great and to live a life like fulfilled. Yeah. So it's like, why not start expecting that of each other and supporting that and like lifting people up and like, getting people to be great because yeah. the more you become great, the more I'm going to be pulled into that field with right. you and right. I'll become great. Right. No, it's true. And I think the greatest way that I'm going to start helping others do that, the greatest way that I can understand right now is to hold a space. And I hate how much that it's everyone says that, but like really like, creating a space where there's no judgment like nobody there's no expectations either yeah. like yes i expect you to be great but i'm not going to judge you totally it, i'm not even going to judge you if you don't even try 
Like, I'm just going to love you exactly as you are right now for who you are, you know, and creating a space like that where people can finally just like relax into that. Cause I feel like when you're trying to hold a bunch of weight, trying to maintain and drag all this extra weight to where you're wanting to go, it's so heavy. But if you can just relax and be like, okay, I don't have to carry all this. I can just go and do my own thing and be my own way. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that is so great and so healing. Like having friends that are just like, I expect nothing of you. I'm just here with you not to get anything, but just cause you know, I just want to be in your presence. Yeah. And then from there you can grow to be somebody great. Exactly how you want to be, you know? I, I also think that's like an art. Like, because I, I not judging. Yeah, I like see, no, I see meaning, I see meaning like how you were just describing someone of being able to be there for their friends and not expect anything of them. Just be mm-hmm. like, "Here, I'm here because you're here, and you and I, I like I'm to friends with you because you are who you are." Yeah. Like to be able to do that and hold that space for someone, I think is an art. To like, I really think it is, and mm-hmm. I think you're able. To, I think you're good at that art. Thank you. I think it's part of your personality too. Like that definitely helps kind of your more uh, like mildness, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah, I think you have that, but I think that's an art for sure of being able to like just have put no weight on anybody, no expectation, no nothing. It's like, yeah, I'm literally just here with you, bro. Like we're, we're just, just chilling. Chillin'. I'm just here. You need anything? Like, yeah. Like that's, yeah. And I, I think that's, that's an art because when you come in the presence and everyone has their role, mm-hmm. right? But when you come in the presence of a person who that's their role, you, you can kind of just like, let go. Yeah. It's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I can just, you know, be me here in this moment. I don't have to worry about other people judging me. Yeah. It's almost, it's almost like, you know, the, the weirdest person on the dance floor who was dancing like a complete weirdo. It's like, you weren't afraid to dance because all the attention was on them. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily saying, I'm not necessarily saying take that on and like be the center of attention, take on all that weight for everybody else. Be the hero. No, but just like be exactly who you want to be with no weight or anything. And then everybody else will feel that. Well, the, there's been a few, few good people in our life who have done that. Dude, totally. And I think of the podcast I listened to where he was talking about, you know, special versus unique. That was a big unlock for me too, where he was just like, you're not special. Yeah. No one's special. You're not special at all, but you're unique. And so is everybody else. And how being special disconnects us from people because then we're other than them. We're above them. We're special. We're, but it's like, no, you're not special. Mm-hmm. Literally no one's special, but you're unique. And so it's this weird release of like, oh, I'm not special. Thank goodness, because <laughs> I was subconsciously holding up this like masking character because uh-huh. I'm this hero and special and I can help. And what a burden, right? It's like you're not special at all. And so that was like this weird release of like, oh, like I needed that. Thank you. Yeah. But you're unique. So be fully you and shine and show up in your role of how you need to show up and be like mm-hmm. fully you and exuberant. Dude, and, and one feeling that comes with that is like a, a release of trying to please everybody or trying mm-hmm. to be tasteful for everybody instead of like just sharing exactly your feelings and your thoughts and your perspectives for the small intimate group small intimate group that you will 
fine when you're when you're sharing that you know yeah like instead of trying to be i guess celebrity for seven billion it's trying to be like a dope friend for 20 people yeah you know totally i do and, and i think that's more important that like just dope person for 20 people that you care about and that's like that's my goal right now like yes i want to be somebody and like do great things and there's always there's always that conflict always that like intertwining but like right now i just want to be a solid person for the people that i'm around well and it goes back to again practicality of like the big things are created by the daily habits and the baby steps and so it's like yeah i like if you can't be there for those 20 people then why would you be able to be there for 5 million people true right so it's just like why would you be able to handle that level of responsibility if you can't connect with these humans at this level right so i think there's also very karmic practical effect to it of like you know when you love what is and you truly are present just where you are right now is exactly where you need to be and it's perfect and it's like and you just move forward and you just do what's in front of you Mm -hmm. then i think that's like i literally think that's the recipe and that feeling towards your family as well. Just like we said, uh, I want to be a dope, for, dope person for those 20 people. That doesn't mean looking at them and say, okay, I have to heal all these 20 people before I can go heal everybody else. Totally. It's like looking at them and being like, I love you exactly as you are. I'm not even saying I love you for who you'll be or I love you exactly who you are because I know you, you'll heal. But like saying, if you don't change at all for the rest of eternity, can I love you right now? Mm-hmm. And when you can say yes to those 20 people and then you start to understand that you can feel that for everybody else, that's when it becomes like, that's when, when I felt there's absolutely no judgment for anybody in the room when we're sitting around a fire, having a conversation and everybody just starts, you know, getting to like the deep, deep stuff, personal stuff. That's when like I've made the most solid connections. Yeah. I think that's, I think that also shows the importance of transparency and vulnerability because the, the more vulnerable you are in those circles, the more transparent you are, then you just open up. Yeah. Like, and when the other person opens up then you open up more and you create this just deep, like abyss of conversation to where it's like, everything is kind of just put on the table. Yeah. It's like, Oh, you're vulnerable. I'm vulnerable. Here we go. And it's like you have those deep combos and you're able to be fully present with those people and just connect and fully be you. And and I think those are like the motivations, the fuels for when you go back out into the world. Mm-hmm. Right. Because those don't happen all the time, those conversations. Right. But when they do, they're super empowering. And I think they fuel you to then go back out in the world and like just be you, be unique. Like, do you? You're not special. And that's a good be thing. Unique. Like, yeah. It also made me want to experience so much more than I am right now. Mm. Every time there's like a big shift like this, I'm like, man, how did I live without this? Yeah. Like this, do this. I'm so grateful for this past month and a half, two months. Cause it's like, it's, it's allowed me to see people in such a more meaningful way. Like my relationship with families, friends and all that, like just so much more gratitude for that, you know? Yeah. And along with that, like being grateful for the stuff that you want to experience as well. Yeah. Like really honoring that too. But I've always had that itch to just go travel and experience just 
dope stuff that nobody else really experiences. And I've always just like pushed that down. I'm like, okay, no, I'll, I'll get to that. Like, let me get to the point where I can do that in three years or, yeah. Oh no, you don't want to go to the van life. Like you just stay here and build something, build an empire, you know, be, yeah. be somebody special. But I think I've really just started putting myself first in that aspect and being like, no, I actually do want to go travel for a bit. I do want to go live in India by myself for two months, go buy a van. It's like, I don't have the money to do that right now, but that's what I want to do. So I'll honor that. Yeah. I really want to experience that. So let's work towards that and actually do it instead of just being like, no, I, I won't honor that. I could experience that some other time. It's so funny because life is literally just about growing, right? It's about expanding. We're trying to expand as much as we can while we're here. And it's like, you can only expand by growing and facing challenges and new things that you've never done before. Yeah. So it's so funny that someone could look at you saying like, I want to buy a van and just like basically go here or be a nomad, be a hippie. It's so funny that we could say that like, that is so irresponsible. That is not productive. That's not how you're going to support a family. How are you going to get married? Yeah. Like that's so funny that those are the initial questions that come up out of fear when in reality to do that, to just buy a ticket to go into India for a month, that takes so much courage. That takes so much faith to pull that trigger, to step into the unknown, to like face yourself and to yeah. be like, how am I going to show up in these situations? Like, it's just so mind boggling to me that that's like the real experience of life. That's actually how you expand. It goes back to judgment that like we were talking about 20 minutes ago. Yeah. And how all judgment I've realized comes from fear. If you weren't afraid of anything, you wouldn't judge anything, you know, mm-hmm. and judgment just plays such a heavy role. Yeah. Like when you're judging everybody else, like the, the, the person who would look at somebody buying a van, going to traveling and them saying that's so irresponsible. That's coming out of fear. Like, yeah, I, w- I would secretly say they would want to, they would want to do that or they are pissed that they missed out on that in life. Well, I was going to say, I think sometimes, you know, the cousin to judgment is envy you know, yeah. so it's like that judgment comes. What's interesting is that fear do- doesn't actually exist. It can't exist without desire. I do. I never understood that until <laughs> there was, yeah, keep going. There's so one little thing you there. can't like fear cannot exist without desire. So if you want to have a life of no fear, you have to have absolutely zero desire. The moment desire ceases to exist, so does fear. And the reason being is because the moment you create a desire for yourself at the exact same time you create the opposite duality of not having that thing you desire, the fear of not having it. So it's like the moment I set a goal of like, oh, or you set a goal of I'm going to buy a van, immediately the fear sets in of, but what if I don't? What if I can't achieve that? What if I can't get the money? What if I don't do this? And that like fear sets in. And so to kind of like qualm that fear and bring it down, we kind of just like judge. And we see other people doing that and we judge it. And we're like, nah, like that's not productive. It's not good. But it's yeah. like we're trying to make ourselves feel better for the fear that we feel to actually face that thing and to go for it. Yeah. It, it reminds me of how everybody would judge everybody that's famous now on TikTok. Everybody hated on for years. But now they're like the current celebrities or whatever, mm-hmm. making the most money. Everybody judged them for years. But now everyone's like, 
Yeah, I wish I, I wish <laughs> I would have done that. You know, dude. Yeah, life's unique. You know. Yeah, it is. I said we end there. Do you think people find this interesting? <laughs> was Bro, that an I, interesting combo? I think it was. I think it was good to sit down because we haven't sat down like that in a while. It's just, dude. Uh, I think I have a prophecy. I think this podcast. I think we're gonna get back on TikTok soon. Uh huh. And. I think the podcast is going to start to transform. I don't think it's going to be as spiritual. I think yeah. that'll always still be the foundation. But like, dude, I would love to like start reviewing shit, <laughs> bro. Like a show. Be like, could you straight imagine? up, guys? I just ate this cereal this week. It's pretty healthy. It's so bomb. I'm not kidding. You need to go try it. Check it out, dude. You know that's, what I'm saying, that's dude? The vibe. That's I want to start now. being a little more normal just like life yeah. everyday us but <laughs> actually connecting with people because if yeah. you think about it right now with alfie like when we were growing that tiktok we were getting so many comments that it was just like i wasn't connecting with the people right i was just like oh my gosh thank you like you're great love you and like yeah. it, i meant it it was genuine but i wasn't connecting actually with anybody because i was mm. so focused on the growth of our account right so it's like getting back into like real connection, like TV show style and like talking to people and be like, what do you think? Send in your reviews, send in your questions. That's when it gets fun, dude. Because then it's not just clips of us like on TikTok. Of this like is how we became is king. <laughs> this is how we became perfect. Let me tell you Beings. how to live life. Ugh. So here's how not to live life. So if you've listened again up to this point, Sacred Odyssey, welcome to a new chapter. This yeah. is the beginning of a more expansive podcast. Double the spirituality. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Double the fun. <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody. Well, thank you. Read us, review us on Spotify, iTunes. Go follow us on TikTok. And send us some products to review. Yes. Bro, could you imagine Send us some products to review or like some questions or a challenge. Give us a challenge. I dare you. Dare you. I just got scared. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. Peace. Peace.